You're listening to Catching the Word, a podcast produced by the Diocese of Trenton. In this installment, Father Gary Koch reflects on the readings for this Sunday. The second Sunday of Easter, Divine Mercy Sunday. Thomas models a different kind of discipleship. If last week we encountered the brashness of St. Peter, this week we see yet another even more stubborn model of discipleship in Thomas. Peter and the beloved disciple confirmed the report from Mary Magdalene and the others that the tomb of Jesus was empty. This surely must have at least opened the possibility that Jesus was raised from the dead. Certainly when Mary Magdalene returns sometime after, she reports that she actually spoke with Jesus. More and more of those gathered in the upper room must have come to believe that Jesus was indeed truly raised. Throughout the day, Even other disciples have encountered Jesus along their way. This would raise the question as to why Jesus waited until the end of the day to reveal himself to his innermost circle, the remnant of the twelve, gathered in the upper room. For whatever reason, Thomas is not with them when Jesus appears to them there. Jesus enters the room, though the door was locked, and yet he is mysteriously physically present to them. Bestowing on them the gift of the Holy Spirit, Jesus empowers them to forgive or to retain sins. The disciples are incredulous and filled with great joy. Yet with all of this evidence and the testimony of those other disciples of Jesus with whom he has shared his life throughout their time with Jesus, Thomas refuses to believe. He stands in stark contrast to the beloved disciple peering into the tomb earlier that morning. He is even more stubborn than Peter, who searched the tomb looking for evidence of what might have happened. No, Thomas needs to touch Jesus, and not just a resurrected Jesus, but Jesus in his passion, the nail marks, and the hole in his side. This is a very unusual and, in a sense, off-putting request. Was he expecting that someone was mockingly pretending to be Jesus so that they would be deceived? Could Thomas have had such a low opinion of the other disciples that he actually thought them delusional? While no doubt this made for some tense moments among the disciples during that week, it also seems to deepen the bond that exists among them all. The disciples continued about their changed lives, trying more and more to understand what Jesus had shared with them, and the doubting Thomas remained with them. One of the challenges addressed in the early church was the issue of what to do in cases of a disciple of Jesus being married to an unbeliever. There are occasions when this is a comfortable compromise between both spouses, and then, especially when one becomes a convert after marriage, this situation can become quite contentious. In our lives, we encounter those who are naysayers about the truths we proclaim and live as disciples of Jesus Christ. Through various videos and websites, we are exposed to those who choose to diminish our beliefs and deny the very tenets of our faith. Many of them come from backgrounds of Christian upbringing and are yet unable to make the leap of faith because they need physical proof, or at least claim that they do. Certainly many of us still experience tension over religious faith within our own families. People drift away from the faith, and others find a new vibrancy to their faith. And in either case, often and at some great tension within a marital relationship or the extended family. 
our faith, which is to bring us the joy experienced the disciples as Jesus appeared to them, can become darkened as the various Thomases in our lives desire to mock and deny what we know and believe. Thomas received the singular grace and gift of being able to encounter Jesus on his own terms by touching the nail marks in Jesus' hands and feet. We might fervently desire such an experience in our own lives of faith and even more so pray that members of our own families might have such an encounter with Jesus. Sadly, those encounters are not forthcoming. We see through the eyes of faith. Many still seek to prove the tenets of our faith through various forms of research, but they are more like Thomas than Peter or the beloved disciple. While Thomas quickly exclaimed, My Lord and my God, at the sight of the crucified one now risen, many cannot see life in the face of death or God in the midst of the emptiness. We, like Thomas, rely entirely on the mercy of Jesus Christ to lead us to eternal life. You have been listening to Catching the Word with Father Gary Koch. You can listen to or download his weekly reflections and other topics of interest at dioceseoftrenton.org backslash podcasts. Catching the Word is a podcast produced by the Diocese of Trenton.